0: Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts.
1: This is a tough one to believe. Carla has made mistakes. Somebody ring the bell. No, in all seriousness. Interestingly, we both started our property management businesses at about the same time, you're on the rental side, of course, I, I'm in the condo administration side, but you think you made some mistakes. Can you share?
0: Well, I will share, but you mean you never made any mistakes?
1: Uh, I'm still making them.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm probably still making them as well. But when I thought of this topic, it was like, I started writing and I'm like, oh, I better stop. The list was getting long. Top
1: three. Let's do top three. <laughs> you know, things to avoid when starting a property management business.
0: Okay. So the first one was, as you and uh, most of our listeners know, I came from the real estate world, right? Owned a Century 21 brokerage with partners and really knew the real estate industry very, very, very well. I thought, well, property management, that's just like an extension of real estate, right? This is going to be like super easy. I'm just going to take everything I know in real estate and I'm going to deploy it here. And I hired somebody just like when I hired realtors as independent contractors, I put this property manager in um, and it was a nightmare. I had a huge learning curve to go through. I knew nothing about trust accounting when it came to the rental world. Consider, I knew exactly how it worked on the real estate side. I can conveyance anything and deal with any kind of deposit that comes in.
1: I bet you know how to do a statement of adjustments even.
0: <laughs> I certainly do. I know every <laughs> legal document that goes on there but i did not know a lot of that the, the industries are very different so this is the, the, the first thing i the first thing i think as a, as a big mistake is that i ran my property management company as i was managing our real estate company and they're very different i think i've put a lot of what i learned through real estate i've applied like from a systems and processes and how we help our offices. I think all of that that I had from my real estate background has really done very well in the property management side, but there are two different businesses. You have to run them uh, slightly different, very different. I shouldn't say the word slightly. So that's definitely mistake number
1: one. What's the the second mistake?
0: Uh, Mistake number two would be that I waited too long to hire. Okay. Okay. So
1: I'm going to speak on this, but you tell us your story.
0: You start a business when I was going back again. I don't know why I keep doing this, but it's, it comes back, where you are where you came from type of thing. So in the Century 21 world, I did everything in that Century 21 business. Like I started out in admin, bookkeeping, like I just, I knew every job role. So when I started this company, it was like, I have to know every job role. That's how I'm going to feel comfortable. And so I was the admin, I was the property manager, I was the maintenance coordinator, I was a business development person at the time I was still running a real estate company. So it was like that was not probably the wisest thing I did. I was stretched myself so thin, but then as you're starting a business, it's like you really tend to want your business to be profitable as soon as possible. So then you think, well, how much more can I like load onto my plate? And I I should have just hired an admin person right off the bat to hire or to do the things that admins really love to do and to free myself up to really be where I needed to be. And that was in sales. I needed to build a business.
1: I don't know if you can relate to this, but I have found that if you resource or if you staff up your business, almost right thereafter, you get more business and you're ready to handle it. And the worst thing is getting more business and not having the people power to take care of that new business because then you lose it, right? Yeah. Like I think in a lot of businesses, it's capital intensive. Um, you know, you really have to invest a lot in the company before you start seeing income. Uh, property management is no different, but your investment is in people because we are in the people business, right?
0: So, true.
1: Um, Yeah, I, I'm totally on page with you about hiring in advance. If you want to grow, you better have the staff to do it.
0: Yeah, it's a really hard decision. I've never known any business that's easy on that one. What else? Third, I was willing to manage everything. Give me any property in the city, mm. um, take me outside of the city, dabble in commercial, let's take on some condo management. I was the generalist of everything and the specialist nothing. And that is why, as you know, I'm so laser focused in what Real Property Management Canada can do in the single family rental space because I realized that was what I really loved to do. So I referred and, and got rid of everything else and just focused on that. I felt it was the best from a business standpoint, the, the business model that I was creating and the service standpoint that I could really just really, really hone in on it. So it as you know, advice to starting out is that it seems so tempting to take it on because you want the business right away, but don't chase the shiny things, figure out in the beginning who you want to target? Who your niche market is? Who you really love to service? Why do you like to r- solve the problems for them? And just focus, focus, focus on that.
1: Can I ask you a personal question?
0: If I say no, you're going to ask it anyways. <laughs> like, who are you kidding? Why? Why are you being so polite? You took your polite well, because this my wife morning, or what?
1: said to me, "Sometimes you ask really rude questions." So I have started to <laughs> preface it with. Can I ask you a personal question?
0: Well, thank you, Alana, for for trying to protect me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm practicing my marital advice on you. No, so the question is, when you were a generalist versus when you decided to laser focus on a specific niche of the industry, what changed in your company finances?
0: (laughs) Everything. All of a sudden, it didn't matter that I needed another staff member. I needed another staff member because we started to grow. Business started coming. It uh, was all of a sudden easy to have those conversations with investors if they weren't a good fit for us, or we no longer did that. And I felt like this weight had been lifted off my shoulders because not only was I trying to do all of these different types of businesses, I was still creating them. Like, we didn't have systems and processes for condos. We didn't have systems and processes for commercial. My staff didn't know what they were doing. I didn't know what I was doing. So learning as we were going along, so it was very, very heavy. And as soon as I took that out, and it was just like, this is what I want to focus on. This is what I want to be. Things became lighter. And all of a sudden the business was coming and we became better. Like I think we give extraordinary service to our investors and to our tenants because we know who they are. We understand them. And so everything we do is about them. Like we, we just don't make decisions because we need to get it off our plate. We, we make decisions because it's in the best interest of our client. And uh, that's, I was able to impact everything. So that's a personal question, but thanks for asking because I think it's important for people to know.
1: Oh, we're not we're not done yet. One more.
0: Oh, okay. We're getting more personal then. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, and that is in the past, I've heard you speak on this podcast and on others about mindset. And one of the things when you're a generalist in property management and trying to chase everything all at the same time, um, not only I find is that reflected on the income statement because you're not laser focused, but it also affects, I think, your mindset and your stress levels and the ability to focus, right? So what happened is, so we briefly touched on finance. What happened to your mindset when you decided to focus and hone in on a niche in this business?
0: Okay. First of all, I find it really interesting that you are asking me a mindset question. So I'm loving this because I'm going to spin that around in, in future podcasts back to you. Uh, but uh, mindset is everything. And, and it's it's that a scarcity versus abundance type of mindset. And that's where I said, like, when you're willing to take all this kind of uh, any kind of business that comes to you, that's a scarcity mindset. It's like, no one else is going to call me. I'm just going to like do whatever is coming towards me and you have to realize that everybody bodes better in the end when you have that abundance mindset there is lots of business out there property managers if you want to grow your business you can there is a ton of business out there for people who want to get into this as a business opportunity or people who are already in it and you just have to realize who is it that i really want to service and then you need to find out where do they live where do they hang out you know these are all the things that we teach her our franchisees coming in and that is then where you kind of just focus, 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 and you'll, it, it, the business will automatically come. So mindset, I'm a true believer. It's like 80% mindset, 20% what you actually do day to day. If your mind is not on, right, you are not going to get anywhere. Yeah.
1: So, so focusing in your business, focused your finances and focused your mindset.
0: Yeah. But I, I want to spin it back to you for a second. Uh Oh, um,
1: but we're over the ten-minute mark.
0: Yeah, we're, well, oh, you got my top three mistakes. Bonus question, so, okay, everyone. Super quick question for you. So you are in the condo management space or strata for some of the provinces that that refer to it in that in that way. You did do some rental, correct, outside of your own. Yeah. So you too had to make a decision, right?
1: Yeah. So my condominium management company, and I, I say it specifically like that, is fourteen years old. And in the first, I would say in the first decade, we did rental, but we did multifamily rental, specifically large development lease-ups and managing, which is totally different again from what RPM focuses on. And leasing multifamily residential, that's a business. Managing large multifamily residential, that's a business. Condo management, that's a business. Commercial, that's a business. And individual, working with investors and homes, that's a business. That's the RPM business, right? And for me, for my personality type, which is very like on, I'm German, right? So I'm a bit of a blockhead. I'm allowed to say that about myself. I'm, you know, like everything I'll has to agree. be within a box. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the, <laughs> the Condominium Act and bylaws and declarations and property rules and board of directors and governance and law and audits and trust accounts That really fit my personality type, okay. which is why after many years in multifamily res, I actually decided that for me to have a sane life, because I have a family, a young family, we were going to focus on what I loved. And what I love is the condo portion of property management, which most do not like. It's slim margin, so you have to have a large number of units. It's all... I call not for profit mentality because the board of directors are not paid, right? This has got all these other dynamics, but by becoming focused, we actually not only did it help us grow, my sanity returned. It allowed me by having systems and processes to actually have the role that I have now with Centum Financial because I don't work in my business at all. Okay? I have mm-hmm. a wonderful team that that runs and grows that business. And then finally, it's a lot more profitable because it's hyper-focused on one thing and one thing only. So you and I very much aligned in the result of becoming hyper-focused on a niche.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: Now that's Real Property Management.
0: Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent and get advice at www.c21.ca.